pre-sentence, the pre-sentence report or PSR, let's make this a little bit bigger, plays a plays a critical role in a defendant's post-conviction life. In federal court, the sentencing judge relies on the report to determine the sentencing guidelines, departures, and statutory sentencing considerations under 18 USS, USC 3553. The Bureau of Prisons relies on that same pre-sentence report to make decisions rega regarding custodial placement, security classification, educational, vocational, and medical psychological treatment needs. Even once a defendant is on supervised release after incarceration, that same pre-sentence report influences the probation officer's release after incarceration. The pre-sentence report influences the probation officer's supervision of the defendant and the requirements of that supervision. In short, the pre-sentence report, or PSR, is now part of the defendant's permanent record and is considered the gospel truth about the defendant. It really is truly the gift that keep, keeps on giving. And so having it being accurate is key to that, to your future. And so a lot of this, while it's important for your attorney or counsel to make sure it's all accurate, it's also important for you as a defendant. I mean, this is your report. And so all the information that is being collected before the pre-sentence pre interview needs to be supplied and reviewed by you and ensured that is accurate. And then once the pre-sentence report is done, is reviewed with you and your attorney. First and foremost, components of the federal PSR. First and foremost, the pre-sentence report provides details about the offense for which a defendant is being sentenced. Whether defendant has accepted responsibility, a very big deal, especially for the judge, who is a one of a no number of what are considered stakeholders. And stakeholders are individuals who are responsible for deciding your future. They want to make sure that essentially you get rehabilitated and re-enter society not to recidivate and have to wind up back in court again. That they want to understand that you have victims, you have remorse, and that you understand that you are responsible for the crime you have committed. So that you've accepted responsibility for his or her contact, how the sentencing guidelines apply. The report also contains some background information about the defendant that the court may consider in deciding what sentence to impose, including prior criminal history, educational background, work history, family history, and health. Many attorneys simply forget, however, that sentencing is only one purpose of the pre-sentence report. Now, stopping here, as well, while the pre-sentence report or the probation report, they actually, most of them are similar, but they're not all officially exactly the same if you look at them around the country. But if you can be proactive and create your own personal narrative on your own before the pre-sentence interview, you can actually get all of this information in as your own story so that while the, while the Department of Justice has their narrative, their story of you released to the to the youth to the world that's being read by the judge, your colleagues, everyone, and it's probably not that flattering because it's in the form of your indictment. You can re attempt to rewrite that narrative uh, on your own, but that takes time, and it takes many many rewrites to to begin to 
address these particular questions and these particular points. But let's continue. The BOP initially relies on the pre-sentence report to determine your security classification, whether to house you in a high security penitentiary, a medium or lower, low federal correction institution, or a minimum security prison camp. The Bureau of Prisons also determines whether a defendant has a medical or mental health care need that can affect placement. Continuity of care, which is a medical term that's used out here in society, but which is also a key phrase that lawyers use so that it's something that you may want to hang on to because this is policy also in the Bureau of Prisons regarding your care or you don't want your care to deviate from standard of care in the community. Continuity of care in the BOP to the extent it will happen depends on an accurate pre-sentence report. The pre-sentence report acts as a medical referral for you, for the client, based on his or her medical and mental health care history, your current medications, and security requirements. The pre-sentence report needs to be as complete as possible to reduce unnecessary lapses in care. This is why it's very important for all this information to be gathered by you in advance if you have medical health care issues. And if you haven't had any issues and you haven't been to a doctor or you haven't had a mental health care issue and you have never been to a doctor, it's probably time, if you have the time, to get evaluated before the pre-sentence interview because you may have a medical condition that has not been evaluated yet. Finally, the pre-sentence report can be can provide information about the defendant's educational, vocational, and avocational interests, which can facilitate placement in a facility appropriate with appropriate programs to enhance rehabilitation and successful return to society. This is important. Again, this was done in 2021. The First Step Act has these programs. And as long as your attorney is familiar with all of the First Step Act programming, then this is a big deal. But there are a lot. And you can go to First Step Act programs on the website that I have, and you can see each one of them that's available. By knowing what programs and treatments the BOP provides, an attorney can better assist the client in making sure that the pre-sentence report has appropriate documentation to improve the chances of a client placement into the appropriate location. 